Hey, Rising Entrepreneurs, and welcome back to Student Entrepreneur 101. In this episode, I will be speaking with Brian Dubo, founder and CEO of Hit of Happiness. Hit of Happiness is a lifestyle brand and corporate consulting company dedicated to teaching clients the science behind happiness and making the world happier, one person at a time. Hit of Happiness aims to provide their community with the tools they need to live their best lives. Brian is currently a second year MBA student at UCLA Anderson. In this episode, Brian and I will be talking about his experience with Hit of Happiness and his entrepreneurial journey. Keep listening to hear what Brian has to say about Hit of Happiness, the startup process, and more. Brian, welcome to Student Entrepreneur 101. So happy to have you here. Please say hello and share one recent entrepreneurial breakthrough you and your team have had recently. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Rose. I'm excited to be here with you and talk a little bit about my business, a little bit about entrepreneurship, a little bit about happiness. Uh, but to tell everyone a bit about myself, my name is Brian and I, and I am the founder of Hit of Happiness, which is my happiness corporate consulting company, as well as a lifestyle brand and community. And the biggest milestones recently, uh, I guess one would be we got a grant through uh, through UCLA as well as accepted into the Venture Accelerator. And I just think there's a big difference between you believing in your product and your friends and family telling you it's such a great idea and getting that external validation that like, oh, this is real. We want to help you know make this a thing. Um, and then the other thing I would say, I had a bit of a wow moment for myself. Um, this summer, I spent a couple weeks in Switzerland with two members of my team building out the company. And to reflect on where I was, I don't know, two, three years ago to now where I'm, you know, going international for my business. It's like, how did I get here? This is so cool. This is my life. So, you know, it's the, it's the little milestones that when you reflect on when I reflect on where I was a couple of years ago to now, it's just really cool to see the progress. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing, Brian. You know, taking your company international, that is a huge milestone and also funding. That's so important. Getting a grant. And I mean, that's proof of concept, right? And that's something that every entrepreneur strives to find. Yeah. To keep going and building and expanding. And it's awesome that you're at this point and, you know, growing hit of happiness. So yeah, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So Brian, let's dive right in. Something I want to talk about is the very beginning of Hit of Happiness. If you could discuss maybe, you know, what was the inspiration behind Hit of Happiness? If you could maybe talk about your moment of inspiration, where were you, who were you with and what was going on at the time? Yeah. So I guess to give a little bit more context on myself, so I'm a certified happiness trainer. So I spent a year taking a deep dive into the science of happiness, learning about what actually makes us happy versus what we think makes us happy. Um, Cause society tells us it's money, power and success. And that can sometimes be a lie. And uh, that was inspired by my struggles uh, in finding happiness in the corporate world. So after becoming a certified happiness trainer, I started coaching people and it was really fulfilling to bring happiness to other people's lives. Um, as well as when I went through the training process, I saw dramatic shifts in myself. Um, and I thought if this can work for me, why can't this work for others? So uh, fast forward to the very beginning of COVID where I was looking around and pretty much everyone I talked to was some level of depleted, 
anxious, even depressed. And I was just thinking to myself, what can I do? How can I help people in these very uncertain times? And, you know, this was the first two weeks where we had no idea what COVID could do to people. We didn't know if it was a common flu or if it was going to kill everyone. And the news was blowing everything up. Um, and beyond that, there was also the political strife in the country. So um, everyone was just starting their day with such negative news. Everyone was waking up to this many new COVID cases, this many new deaths. Um, and there's actually a study that has shown that three minutes of negative news makes us 27% more likely to have a bad day. And I would say the average person was leaning in on way more than three minutes. So the, kind of the inspiration was, how do I, how do I change that story? How do I get people to start their days with positivity and, and, you know, reframe from this negative mindset to see the opportunities in these times. Because yes, COVID is tragic. People died. But at the same time, it was an opportunity if you could see the opportunity where a lot of our lives stood still for a little bit and we got to reflect and say, what do I want to do with my life? How do you know, am I happy with where I am now? So I wanted to share that message with the world. And Honestly, a hit of happiness started as a blog post. Nothing. I had no intention of it becoming a business. I just had more time in my life because I was a consultant in my past life, and that the deal flow had kind of gone on pause. And I said, you know what? I have more time. I'd love to start a blog with all these thoughts I have in my head. And the first blog post was again about reframing your reality, seeing the opportunities. You know, the last time there was a crisis in the world, a different kind of crisis, like the financial crisis in 08. Airbnb came out of that. Uber came out of that. So great things come out of these pauses in our world. So kind of inspiring people. And I, I use a term I got from my friend Nina Rubessa called genius time. You know, this is our genius time. What are you going to do with that? And uh, my first post, I think I posted it on my social media. I think uh, like my mom shared it and a few other people shared it. And all of a sudden we were trending and I got a lot of people reaching out to me saying, oh my God, that was amazing. That's exactly what I needed to hear. And this is, I think the last week of March of 2020. And that, um, that was really gratifying. That was really fulfilling. And I said, you know what, if I can make this kind of impact just through thoughts and words, I want to keep this going. So that led me to start blogging every single week. And since then we've grown into what we are now, but again, you know, it started as a blog, a single blog post. Yeah. Wow. That is an incredible story, Brian. Thank you so much for sharing that because, you know, something that this might inspire in a lot of students is that in times of challenges or particular difficulties, opportunities can come out of that. And it, and, you know, all of your like experiences and everything that you go through in life can, can ultimately serve you. And in the end, if you have that mindset, right, it's all about your mindset and how you approach different situations and events in your life that you can really build something amazing out of it that can, you know, ultimately build community. You know, the fact that Hit of Happiness started with a blog post, right? So you don't always have to really know that you're going to be on the path of entrepreneurship, maybe start off on it, but all it takes is understanding a problem, something that's missing, a real a real need in your community, and then being able to step up and address it. Once you see proof of concept, you're helping your community, you're helping people, you're providing like a real service, then that's that's where the magic happens. So yeah, that's so awesome. That's it. It's our our slogan is head of happiness, reframe your reality. And it's we have an option yeah. to see the glass half empty or the glass half full. And if you are able to see that everything in life is happening for you as opposed to to you, 
you're living a completely different life. Instead of playing the victim mentality, it's all for your personal growth and for your personal journey, which is a completely different way to go about life. Yes, yes. And especially during, you know, our most recent kind of universal experience with the pandemic, that's especially important to help people realize and understand and kind of accept. And then in that way, you can help so many people just in these different situations and, you know, different stages of life. So yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So Brian, Pain of Happiness is dedicated to really housing a community, right? Where individuals can build their positive mindsets, as you said it, reframe your reality and ultimately with the goal to to live your best life, right? And so as a service-based company, what was it like finding your market fit at first? I know you mentioned like at first it started as a blog and it was shared by friends and family friends. And so, you know, unlike companies that have say physical products to test out and to sell, um, you know, new experience, how does it differ with a service-based company and something like hit of happiness? What was your experience there? Yeah. So great question. And we've put a lot of thought into what our, who our target audience is. And there's really two pieces to hit of happiness. There's the community and there's the corporate consulting side. So on the corporate consulting side, where we go into uh, companies and talk about happiness in the workplace, the business case for happiness, because and essentially at a high level, um, happier employees are more engaged, more effective, more collaborative, more creative, and more likely to stay. Um, the finding our product market fit started with what I knew, and I and the chairman of our board is used to work at the same company as me. So we were both in the consulting slash financial services space. So because our stories from our experiences resonate so much with that market, that's where we've started. Although since then, what I've seen is that a lot of the problems at at different corporations are rooted in the same issues and the same stresses and pressures of trying to have quarterly earnings increase uh, quarter over quarter. Um, But on the community side, this is where I feel kind of limitless in that happiness is universal. Um, you know, if you ask just about anyone why they do anything, and let's just say, you know, why do you have a job? The final answer, if you keep on asking the why, is probably because you want to be happy. Why do you have a job? Because you want to make money. Why do you want to make money? So you can do the things you want to do. Why do you want to do the things you want to do? Because you want to be happy. So happiness kind of drives all of our actions and is not limited to a certain demographic, a certain person. So I I would say there's very few people who I talk to about this and they say, oh, I don't want to be happy. Um, Nonetheless, (laughs) there are certain people who are more in search for happiness than others. And that tends to people be people who are going through some type of transition in their life or trying to figure out their life. So college students are a perfect example of people who, you know, you're having to decide what, what is my major going to be? What, what do I want to do when I graduate? That's a time where people often search for happiness. Um, Empty nesters, right? When, you know, let's say your entire purpose has been raising your children. All of a sudden your children leave the house when you're researching for that purpose, you know, happiness is a good path to help you with that. So I would say there are people who are more interested in finding happiness than others, but the market is the world because happiness is universal. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's the, that's the great part about what you do at Hit of Happiness. You know, everyone is trying to find happiness in their own way and, you know, whatever that might look like for them, there are different stages of life. It can change. So yeah, that's awesome. And that's totally true. You know, you have the world is basically your, your audience and you know, that the fact that you have something with the capacity to reach so many people, like that's, that's exciting, right? You, you can, you have the opportunity to help so many people and, you know, really expand your community and really make an impact on the world. So that's awesome. That's the goal. We're trying to make the world a happier place. One person at a time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now you, you mentioned how hit of happiness is really a, almost like a two-part structure, this community and there's consulting services. So in the beginning, was there any point in time where Hit of Happiness kind of experienced iterations or maybe changes um, that you still needed to happen in order to better reach the the clients or the community that you were serving? Um, Did it always start out that way? Yes. Yeah, great question. And as I mentioned, we started as a blog and I didn't think that it was going to be a business. It was just something I felt called to do. And since then, it's just been a lot of listening to the wants and needs of my network where, you know, after, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 blog posts, someone said to me, have you ever thought about a podcast? And I was like, no, but I love podcasts. And I started a podcast and, you know, um, in in my workspace, when I was previously working, uh, I was talking to someone about all, all I was doing in my coaching, and they were like, "Oh, do you want to lead a workshop for my team?" All of a sudden, I was leading a workshop for a group of you know fifteen professionals. That over time grew to me leading workshops for a group of two thousand plus professionals. Slowly, just word of mouth and getting those reps. So, it's kind of just being present, being mindful of when opportunities come to you and stepping up to the plate. You know, yes, it's scary to lead a workshop for regardless of the size, it's scary, but the bigger it gets, the higher the stakes, but stepping up to that plate just creates more and more opportunities and more and more uh, confidence. And, you know, beyond that in our community, we also have, you know, hangs, we call them health hangs, where people get together to uh, talk about what makes them happy. I think a big problem we want to solve is um, there's a lot of loneliness, you know, in this world, especially on college campuses. Um, So how do we bring people together with the other happiness seekers of the world? You know, there's a study that showed that we are the combination of the five people we spend the most time with. So if your natural surroundings are depressive people, you're more likely to be depressed. If your community is happier people, people trying to be the best versions of themselves, you're going to upskill yourself as well and work on yourself. So again, all of this is reacting to the community and I don't know where it's going to lead, but people love happiness and chasing happiness and it inspires creativity in them. And I feel as the CEO, my job is to listen to my community and just continue to steer the ship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, you mentioned your network was a big part of, you know, that expansion for Hit of Happiness, you know, understanding, hey, so you were taking a coaching class, right? And then suddenly you were in front of people in those workshops and yeah, someone mentioned a podcast. You listened, you listened to your customers and your clients and then 
and your community. And what grew out of that was just even more opportunity for Hit of Happiness to reach more people in different channels. And so, yeah, that's amazing. And that's what it's all about, listening and being open to new opportunities and experiences and willing to, yeah, take, like, willing to seize those opportunities when when they come by. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's all about, in my opinion, figuring out, what you are passionate about, what is very important to you or where your curiosity lies and what other people are looking for. And if you can combine those two things, you will add value to the world and also have fun doing it. Right. And that's, what's important, especially, you know, when leading a a business and hoping to grow with it and, you know, keep expanding it in the future, you know, being aligned with your business, the values and being able to find passion in what you do that way you can keep showing up with energy and you know ultimately that serves everyone else in the end in better in better ways so yeah that's awesome absolutely yeah so brian hit of happiness you know what you do is you educate your clients right on the science behind happiness you know through through coaching as you mentioned and consulting you know and as an education-based business how do you stay on the top of your industry? What's your experience here? So it's interesting because happiness has been around forever. You know, we've been, we as a human breed have been questioning happiness for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And some of the most noteworthy concepts come from Aristotle and um, uh, Plato. So in some senses, you know, learning what the philosophers of the past think about happiness is relevant to today. You know, yes, we live in this world where we have different technologies and different lifestyles because of the industrial revolution, which started uh, started causing us to sit all the time and the information revolution, which got us to start staring at screens all the time. But, you know, at its most basic root, happiness, or it depends, it depends how we define it and everyone defines it for themselves. But, you know, a classic definition is just more positive emotions than negative emotions is something people have been looking for forever. Nonetheless, there's a lot of thinkers today, you know, you have your Lori Santos, you have your Arthur Brooks, you have your Tal Ben-Shahar, who are trying to adapt the science of happiness to the lives of all of us today. So I definitely do my best to keep up with the content that all these great thinkers are putting out um, and, you know, find my own thoughts as well, because I would say happiness is an experiment for all of us. And just because I might be happy when I go for a long run, you might be happy when you do yoga or something else, you know, yes, the science of happiness shows you're going to be happier if you exercise, but that can be modified for everyone. So a lot of it is also also comes through my own self-experimentation and just helping other people raise their own awareness and seeing what that leads to. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely, Brian. 100%. You know, when it comes to something as 
you know, interesting and really in-depth as happiness that you're trying to help people discover for themselves, unlock for themselves. It's mainly within themselves, right? And so having that deeper understanding of the real leading figures in the field, that's important, but also understanding with, for yourself how to really understand what brings you happiness and then being able to guide others to find happiness within themselves in, in a way then it's very introspective what's happening, right? And being able to understand how to communicate that in ways that empower others to do that for themselves, right? That's right. what that's what it's about. Exactly. And it's funny, what we call one of our corporate offerings the path to happiness, but the reality is that that there's no one path to happiness. Everyone has their own path to happiness. And what we're here to do is kind of invite people on their own path to happiness. We can provide you with the science and then you have to experiment with yourself, figure out what works for you so that you can raise your awareness and kind of figure out what makes you happy. Yes, absolutely. And you, and you talk about these different services that hit of happiness offers. So, you know, in the beginning, who did it take for you to be able to provide the services you have today, you know, for coaching and community, you know, who did you need to um, have joined Hit of Happiness to, to be where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So firstly, friends and family where, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's very easy when I say I'm, you know, I'm starting a business around happiness for people to say, oh, that's cute. And it's like, no, this is real. This is, this is <laughs> something like a revolution I want to start. Mm -hmm. I want to change the world. And, you know, when you have friends and family telling you, oh, that's actually a good idea. You should do this. It's like, yeah, I should do this. Because in the beginning stages as an entrepreneur, it's very easy to second guess yourself. Um, and honestly, every stage of entrepreneurship, it's very easy to second guess yourself. But through small achievements, through milestones, it becomes easier to know you're on your path. So starting with friends and family, um, fellow entrepreneurs, I think, again, on the entrepreneurial journey, it can be a lonely journey when all your friends are, you know, working these big jobs in New York city, making all this money. And you're like, yeah, I'm hoping to get my first client soon, or I'm hoping to, mm -hmm. you know, do this little thing. So surrounding myself with other entrepreneurs going through a similar journey is great because knowing that we're all in this together and I'm not the only one going through this is great for just my momentum and also my mental health, to be completely honest. Because if you think you're the only one going through anything, it's not a good place to be. Um, and then people taking a chance on me, honestly. Like I had a couple of the, a woman named Amy Scott and a gentleman named Paul Griggs, who used to lead the New York Metro market of my company. Um, and they gave me the go ahead to lead workshops for the entire New York Metro market, which was my first time leading a workshop for over 2,000 people. You know, so, you know, that's, People saying, this is a little crazy, but I believe in Brian. We've seen what he's done before. Let's give him a shot. And also um, my, my business partner, you know, he, he's 60 years old. He does not have to work with, you know, uh, a 28 year old in a startup, but he believes in me and together, you know, he's both a mentor, a friend and, you know, a coworker he's, he's willing to say, you know, I'm willing to dedicate a piece of my life to bring this to reality too, and go on this journey with you. Um, and then there's also just my team members that I've accumulated over time. And, you know, I have other MBAs helping me now. I have friends who just want to be a part of the movement. And it's cool because with something like happiness, 
people want to be a part of it, you know, and I, after so many uh, conversations I have with people, it's really refreshing when they ask, how can I get involved? And even if it's just, you know, telling someone else about the company, sharing our podcast, or, you know, starting to lead your own community of happiness seekers, start your own health things in your own city. So it's a, it's an army. I, I, I cannot yeah. do this alone. <laughs> I will say, you know, I, I have a few strengths, but I have a lot of weaknesses and I am nothing without my team. So I'm so grateful for everyone else who has taken a liking to our mission and has wanted to get involved and to, and take in responsibility and take in initiative. It's, it's, it's humbling to see and inspiring. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. That was beautifully said. And you know, this brings up something you mentioned earlier. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So making sure that you have that team to support you, people who can uplift you, especially in times when you doubt and that that happens in entrepreneurship. It can be, it can be a tough game, but when you have when you have that support system and that network that you need, that's that's what keeps you going, especially in the challenging times. And that's beautiful, having people who also align with the mission, the vision, and can really support you in those in those ways when you need it. So yeah, that's that's so, so important. I'm glad you you shared your story there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've talked so much about how happiness is really a mindset that need that needs to be that can be shaped and that can be found within yourself, but it, it needs practice, right? It needs some guidance and it's an ongoing process, right? It's an, it's a continuous learning experience, right? Understanding how to maintain happiness and balance happiness in our lives, especially with all, all these other things going on. And in many ways, especially in the entrepreneurial process, you know, there's always so many working parts moving at the same time. You know, if you're trying to grow your business, if you're trying to reach different customers, expand in different, in different directions. And so when it comes to developing a positive mindset, how have you been able to really maintain that, especially as an entrepreneur with, when there's many different uncertainties, you know, especially in, in your journey. So yeah. And you, and you mentioned your, your network. So, and your support system. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, for, so there's a lot of pieces to this. First of all, there's a study by Sonia Leibomirsky that said, says essentially that 50% of our happiness is genetics. 40% is our mindset and our actions and 10% is our environment. So I would say I feel relatively fortunate that I am a relatively optimistic, positive person naturally. That's the 50% genetics. Um, but that doesn't mean if you're not that, you can't overcome that through your mindset, through reframing, through your actions. And I do believe that happiness is also an action in itself because our actions drive our mood and drive our mentality, which drive our feelings. Um, but a few, I guess, key things and number one is just to be in the moment. And, you know, you may have heard this, but when we're living in the future, we're setting ourselves up for anxiety. When we're living in the past and thinking about the way things were, we're setting ourselves up for depression. When we're in the here and the now, that is happiness, you know, and that's the only thing that's real in this life right now. So the more you can do to be here now, the better life is going to be. And to give you an example when I think about where I want to be with Hit of Happiness in five years, 10 years, whatever, and all the work that needs to happen to get there, I get anxious and I'm like, I can't do this. You know, I'm out. But 
if you think about what you need to do today, it's like, oh, I could do that. And maybe, and maybe it's two hours, maybe it's eight hours of work, whatever. And you get to the next day, you know, another couple hours of work, you know, yeah, I could do that. And it's funny because we tend to underestimate, uh, we tend to overestimate what we can accomplish in a year, but underestimate what we can accomplish in a decade. So, you know, it's, it's a slow process. It's, it's, we're not going to get everything we want overnight. And you know, that most companies don't come to fruition until around seven years in. So be patient is another piece of advice. Like trust the process, get comfortable being uncomfortable, because if you want to grow, um, your business. Well, if you want to grow your business, you have to grow yourself, first of all. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a personal development journey disguised as professional development. So if you want Ooh, to, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's I good. Mean, if you want to grow your business, you have to grow yourself. And that comes through getting out of your comfort zone and being comfortable, being uncomfortable, which in itself is uncomfortable. So, you know, be willing to say yes and take actions and sometimes get out of your head because the only thing that's real to, to kind of bring it back to the beginning is to be here now. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That was beautifully <laughs> said that, yeah, you know, really making sure that despite, you know, the pressures of what's to come and especially I feel like entrepreneurs are probably more susceptible to those kinds of stressors, especially when, you know, you have your business's future ahead of you, right? And um, there's uncertainty that can arise with that. Being able to recognize and like kind of zoom out almost and, and gain some perspective and understand, okay, like what, what you're doing now, where are you now? And being able to appreciate that experience that you have every moment and just making the most out of every moment, I feel is like how you can get fulfillment as an entrepreneur, as an individual, as a student. And yeah, so absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. It's kind of the dance between being on the playing field and being in every day today, but also taking yourself off the field every once in a while to see the hundred yard view and see where you're going and make sure that everyone else knows where they're going as well and, uh, and getting aligned. But it's a, it's a dancing balancing act for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now you've mentioned being able to gain perspective and being able to, you know, really make sure and um, be intentional about staying in the present. Now, it might not be as simple as this, but what is one thing that students listening to our conversation today can do to start building a positive mindset for themselves? Yeah, so I have a couple. One of them is, I think, just a reframe in terms of how we look at our goals and I think a lot of us look at goals as when I reach this goal, I will then be happy. So when I get my first job out of college, I will then be happy. When I get this A, I will then be happy. Um, when I get a boyfriend or girlfriend, I will then be happy. When in reality, science actually shows that the highs are usually not as high as we would expect. And the lows are usually not as low as we would expect. So I look at our goals, whether that's get an A, whether that's get a job, whatever, as important because they give us direction, but reframing to understand that the purpose of goals are to liberate us into the present, you know, because they set us off on a journey. Because if your goal is to get an A in this class, you're on the journey, you're going to study, you're going to put in more effort, but that liberates you into the day to day of I'm going to study this much today. I'm going to do this today. So knowing that your goals are 
here for you to be more present and don't get so caught up in the destination, but be here for the journey. And it's so, such a cliche. The journey is the destination, but it's the most true thing ever. Um, so that's kind of one answer. And then the other thing that's one of my mantras is that mood follows action. Um, and so to elaborate on that, so many of us will wait until we feel good to exercise. So many of us will wait till we feel like socializing to go socialize. But the reality is that the mood we are looking for follows our action. So if you exercise, you will then feel good. If you go surround yourself with people, that you will then feel more extroverted. So reframing your actions to know that your actions will lead to the feelings you are looking for will make you more action oriented. And again, happiness comes through our actions that will make life a more pleasant place to be. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And, you know, for those of you listening right now, I hope you are taking notes because Brian just, you know, laid the groundwork for you to start practicing happiness and start finding happiness today. And that's, that's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Brian. Yeah. And honestly, if you're listening to this right now, the easiest thing you can do in this moment is just smile. Put a smile on your face right now because <laughs> even smiling is scientifically proven to make us happier. So smile a bit more and it's it'll be infectious. It'll make other people yeah, happy. It's as contagious. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Definitely. As of today, Hit of Happiness has expanded into many different channels, right? To reach, reach your clients, reach your community. And you know, reflecting on where you are now, I know we emphasize staying in the present, but where do you see Hit of Happiness? expanding in the future, you know, the brand, the community, the team? Yeah. So again, I'd love to be a part of many corporations. I think all corporations have room for improvement so on the corporate front. I would like to, there to be a reframe in priorities where just like, you know, companies disclose on their 10K, their quarterly earnings, which is the main KPI that um, the C-suite chases. What if they were also chasing a happiness score? And if a company didn't have a high enough happiness score among their employees, you know, it would take away credibility from their bottom line. So, you know, on the corporate front, I think there needs to be a reprioritization to just start, start getting people to treat each other like humans again and be kind and do good for the world. The planet is such, so important as well. And then on the community front, um, I'd love, I'd love to grow. You know, I, right now we have our uh, co community get-togethers both in New York City and LA. But who doesn't want to be a part of a happy community? So let's let's grow this into cities all across America, all across the world. And uh, you know, on on that front, I'd also love to have retreats where you know maybe. It, all the people around the country, the people who want to dive deeper into their happiness and, you know, go through a weekend of self-experimentation and exchanges with other happiness seekers, bring them together for a weekend. Um, so definitely big visions on that front of how this community can really support each other and be there for each other. Um, and it's a slow but sure growth. So if you're listening to this and you live in a city that's not New York City or LA, and you want to be someone who brings people together to talk about happiness and do the things that are scientifically proven to make you happier with friends and new friends, let me know because we can talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm sure excited to see all of that happen. Those retreats, 
I would sign up right away. Where's the wait list? So exactly. I'm exactly. so excited to see it happen. And yeah, that's, that's so awesome, Brian. And, you know, after our conversation, I'm sure so many students have been inspired by your story and your vision behind Hit of Happiness. So where can students go to learn more about you and Hit of Happiness? Absolutely. So first of all, we have hitofhappiness.com, which is the hub to all of our content there you can find our blog where we put out content at least once a week we have our podcast um we have our other services um and you can subscribe to the different communities as well um and then beyond that we have our social media so we have our instagram give a like to at hit of happiness you'll get uh, a lot of content that will hopefully put a smile on your face uh we are on tiktok and then if you just want to connect with me learn more about happiness um Add me on LinkedIn, Brian Dubell on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm the guy who is the CEO of Head of Happiness. So hopefully you'll find me. Yes, definitely. Yes, guys, reach out and check them out. It's going to be awesome. You know, just you want to learn about happiness. That's your place. That's awesome. Brian, thank you. Thank you so much. Before we go, what is one final word of advice that you have for students who listen to our conversation today, hoping to build their own businesses, hoping to make some kind of positive impact on their community? Yeah, so I guess my biggest piece of advice is that I feel like in this world, we're all in a rush. We're all, you know, hyper, we're all trying to be as productive as possible and race to the finish line. Where, as I mentioned, you know, when you get so caught up in the race and getting to the finish line, you lose the present moment, you lose the thing that is going to make us the happiest. So there's a quote that I really love from my favorite, one of my favorite podcasters, and he's an ultra marathoner as well. And I also, uh, I, I do races, marathons and whatnot. So it really resonates with me. And the quote is that the prize doesn't go to the fastest guy. It goes to the guy who slows down the least. So as you go on your journey with your business or whatever you're working towards, it's not about getting there as quickly as possible, cutting shortcuts. It's about doing the things that you enjoy, doing things that make you happy and don't stop. Because with entrepreneurship, when you fail, you don't lose. Failing is a good thing because that's how you learn. That's how you pivot. That's how you keep going. You fail when you quit. And as long as you don't quit, as long as you keep moving forward and you're putting out good content and you're doing it in alignment and with your authentic self, you will end up exactly where you're supposed to end up and, you know, be patient and you'll get there. Yeah. Awesome. Brian, thank you so much for your amazing insights and really just sharing your inspiration and sharing about hit of happiness with everyone. This is something that I feel like everyone needs to know about. So thank you. Thank you so much. Rose, thank you for having me here. I loved your questions. I love this conversation and I'm excited to continue listening to your podcast as well. So. Thank you. And I'm excited for your future success, a hit of happiness. So wish you the there best you of luck. There you go. You just gave me a hit of happiness. So there we go. <laughs> 
That's the end of this episode with Student Entrepreneur 101. Today, we learned the story behind Hit of Happiness and listened to Brian share valuable insights to the entrepreneurial process. What did you learn from Brian in this week's episode? What are your top three takeaways? Make sure to head over to at Student Entrepreneur 101 Podcast on Instagram and share your thoughts in the comments section for this episode. Do you want to help someone you know jumpstart their entrepreneurial journey? Then share this episode with them. All right, guys, stay tuned for the next episode because I have even more stories, insights, and value to share with you coming soon.